Hey, it's Eric G. Around the House is sponsored by Baldwin Hardware. For 75 years, Baldwin Hardware has been known for its first-class quality and craftsmanship in door and cabinetry hardware. As an alumnus of the Baldwin Hardware Design Council, I can say I have seen the details and quality from design to the finished product. If you're looking for a new style and old-world craftsmanship, I can tell you there is only one Baldwin Hardware. Check out what would look great in your home at baldwinhardware.com. It's Around the House. All right, I got a question for you. What was it like to work with the late, great Gunny? Arlie Irving, yeah, wonderful guy. Uh, I'll tell you, um, glad you asked that question because, you know, it is military makeover with Montel, but we started, we had four years, and Jen came in in the middle of that. She knew Gunny very well as well. They had a great relationship, which I'm sure you can talk about, Jen. But Gunny uh, came in uh, on our second makeover. So I, I've done every single one of these. Uh, I'm like a cockroach. They just can't get rid of me. And uh, Cunny on our very first one, uh, I believe it was in uh, Charleston, uh, South Carolina. And uh, he came in and did his whole gunny routine. And eventually, you know, this became more of a mission for me. When it comes to remodeling and renovating your home, there is a lot to know, but we've got you covered. This is Around the House. Welcome to Around the House with Eric G and Caroline B, where we talk home improvement and everything around the house every single week. Thanks for joining us. Hey, Caroline, hey, how you doing? Hey, how's everybody today? We've got some really good guests. I'm liking this. <laughs> This is gonna be this is gonna be fun because Where? you know my grandfather fought in World War II, and two Purple Hearts uh, fought in the Pacific. One of those big kind of deals. We have the two hosts here of Military Woo-hoo. Makeover, Jennifer and Art. Welcome to Around the House, guys. Hey. So well, great to be here, guys. Thank you. <laughs> And how awesome of your grandparent. That's amazing. We hear so many beautiful stories like that. I'm a military kid, so we think it's awesome. Yeah, and I didn't realize, and we'll talk about military makeover in a second, but I didn't realize the need for this until he was in his late 80s, 90s in a memory care facility, and I had to start kind of working things to get it going. And I didn't realize how many holes are in the systems out there which creates the need for veterans. And uh, well, let's, let's just start talking about military makeover about the show with Montel. This is interesting stuff. Art, I'll let you lead. Oh, thank you, Jen. (laughs) Great to be here, guys. Thank you, Eric. Thank you, Caroline. I'll tell you what. um, Yeah. Jennifer and I uh, are really actually, we're the lucky ones to have a a TV gig where you get to see firsthand, have a front row seat to a life changing event. And uh, you know, on military makeover with Montel, we believe that, all of our veterans are heroes, uh, and we try to honor the few that we can. Uh, you know, every year that we get to do a, a season of military makeover, and each family is a season of military makeover. We're on our thirty-first family, and this last family was no exception. Uh, up in uh, northern Indiana, uh, Michigan City, Indiana, and we try to, as Jennifer will tell you, with her design, if you change your environment you often change your mindset. And we can't fix the past and some of the traumas that a lot of these veterans have been through, but we can offer them the opportunity to start fresh, uh, start a new beginning, and have their families be a part of all this as well. Because 
as many of you know or, or don't know, uh, the families uh, go through just as much being at home, keeping it together on the home front as, as our service members do when they're overseas. Amen. Amen. That's, you see, it's, it's so interesting with what you guys are doing with this and how do you actually get onto this show? Do you have to submit like a lot of these other shows out there? How does that work? Uh, yeah, we have military makeover.tv slash be on the show. You can nominate a veteran, you can nominate yourself. And, uh, Jennifer, you know, you come in contact with a lot of these fantastic companies that come on the show. We highlight a lot of these great, uh, patriotic American companies that have American made products and and services in the uh, home improvement industry. And they often bring us a veteran. Um, and Jen works one-on-one -on -one with these great companies, right, Jen? Well, if you think about it, like everyone knows someone. And sometimes the, the thing that the veteran is battling is a hidden illness. Those are often the most dangerous. So um, a lot of times we just ask people to get to know their neighbors and you never know who actually needs the help because maybe they don't realize it's outside eyeballs or you can, you know, nominate a family member, someone you work with. So a lot of times it's educating people to open their eyes up and see people around them. And then a lot of times as um, people think towards TV shows, they think, oh, it'll never be me. And I'm like, but it has to be one person. So why not you? So we always tell people you know apply you never know and um apply more than one time don't give up that's how i got on reality tv is just determination <laughs> nice speaking of that speaking of that jennifer how did you get into all this i mean you were of course on hgtv design star let's talk about you for she a won. second here how did you get into doing this i heard so that. My season, it was 13 years ago it's like i can always gauge it by my child how old he is but so my season was a casting. So I sent in at the time a DVD and they wanted you to like show your house. I sent it in. 8,000 people tried out. 38 were flown to L.A. for casting. Nine made it to the show. Five million people voted. And I won season three, which was awesome. And then the reason why I'm <laughs> yep. so like loving on our veterans is because after I won that show, um, our son ended up with two rare malformations, 20 surgeries. We lost our house, cars, everything. So I experienced the other side of life where you had to have the love of a community help you. So to get to design and pay it forward and understand the psychology of the mental mindset as you face real life adventures, I can honestly say I've lived it, been there, done it, and still live it. You know, it's interesting, Jennifer, because we've never met before. And so I'm an environmental consultant. My job is to go into homes and figure out why people are sick, what's contributing to that in their home and all of the the magnitude that goes with that. So, you know, you're looking at lead and mold and radon. And so you're talking about a lot of people on this show who have environmental illness from either being in the field or being exposed to chemicals and coming into these spaces. And you both have a challenge of creating spaces that are healthy, which I love, right? So being healthy homes, that's the way of the world right now. So what types of projects or what's your favorite project that you've worked on? Maybe it's something about health because well, of what you know, but... 
if you think about it, you take those things you just listed that are functional items that can physically make you sick, but then you pile on the um, aesthetics that can impact. So the colors, the simplifying, um, we become like slaves to having a lot of items in your home and that weighing you down. So really and truly, it's just um, educating a family and Art, wouldn't you say that you can really feel a family breathe out when they walk in a house and exhale and the worry of a house just goes away? Like, that's one of my favorite parts. Yeah, it is pretty amazing because you see, you know, in many cases, uh, our veterans have, you know, made a decent living. You know, they, they've traveled the world, but things at home have fallen behind, whether it's emotional or physical, like Jennifer just alluded to, or just you know, life gets overwhelming. And when we come in and we're able to knock down that honey-do list and, you know, they do walk into that house feeling free. And in many cases, uh, these great partners that come on our show and we showcase their products and services, like I said, they're giving things that aren't even related to their home. It's about their wellness. Uh, you talk about environmental wellness or, and things like that, Caroline. Uh, one of our veterans recently this year, had been exposed to toxic burn pits in the military, right? So she had all kinds of immune disorders. And one of our companies um, that provides a lot of our merchandise, like this hat and things like that, they provided one of those uh, hyperbaric chambers of Amazing. oxygen, uh, Amazing. which is infusing oxygen and, and speeds healing and cellular regeneration. You know, if you remember, the, the, the whole rumor was that Michael Jackson slept in one. Well, they do work for a cellular regeneration. And one of our partners, uh, Jen, I forget which family that was, but um, they had that in the house. And Jen had to design a room around Jen. this massive uh, like sub submarine in the uh, house. It was right? a blue hot dog. Let's face it. <laughs> yes, it is. Like, here, build a room around a hyperbaric chamber. And in the yeah. end, you know who like Art says, oh, what? No, you know who has one of those? Justin Bieber. Justin Bieber has one of these blue hot dogs, I call them. And I imagine designing something around that is a little creative for sure. Yeah. I feel we, like could have so many, we could have so many jokes about Justin Bieber's blue hot dog, couldn't we? <laughs> <laughs> oh, here goes the rabbit hole. <laughs> That's what happens when you have Jen and I on here. That's why. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> You're in yeah. good company. You're yeah. in good company. <laughs> no, but seriously, you know, those kind yeah. of things are sort of thrown at us. And, and Jen is such an expert at sort of navigating and improvising, you know, on many times in our show. We do the show in real time, I might say. So uh, this last makeover was, was 12 or 13 days of actual makeover. We film it and we bring the whole family home, whether it's done or not, on that 13th day. Uh, and we do this every single time. And Jen, oftentimes, oh, guess what? This partner can't get here. Where the shipment didn't come in from China. And Jen, you have to work around it. <laughs> well, and if you think about it, our last one was 12 days. It was a roof. It had a boiler unit. And we had to do new HVAC through the whole house. Got a kitchen, got bathrooms, new kitchen, new bathrooms. Um, countertop fabrication, new flooring throughout, furniture arriving. So, you know, we've been shooting the show through all of COVID. So when you're having long lead times anyway, and you're taking 
you know, all of our industry is under stress right now anyway. And then you're shooting it in real time. It really is a, I I used to, I don't freak out because I've been through real life problems. So I try never to freak out. Occasionally I will just be exhausted and have a good like cry in front of everyone. Breakdown. (laughs) Once I locked myself in a trailer bathroom with like a Big Mac and like just crying. Who hasn't done that? Who hasn't done that, Jen? Exactly. But if you think about it, the coolest part is we say it's like design summer camp because you get everyone coming together. Who cares what anyone believes in in life? It's everyone coming together to love on a veteran family and companies wanting to do good in the world. And it's just a reminder of what everyone needs in life. We call I call it design summer camp. And you all leave friends because you went through this crazy scenario and you're fully invested in this warm, fuzzy end result. And in the end, everyone's crying. The family's crying. It's really <laughs> awesome. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Art, I got a question for you. What was it like to work with the late, great Gunny? Harley Ermey, yeah, wonderful guy. I'll tell you, um, I'm glad you asked that question because, you know, it is military makeover with Montel. But we started, we had four years, and Jen came in in the middle of that. She knew Gunny very well as well. They had a great relationship, which I'm sure you can talk about, Jen. But Gunny uh, came in uh, on our second Makeover. So I, I've done every single one of these. Uh, they, I'm like a cockroach. They just can't get rid of me. And uh, no, but seriously, Connie came in on our very first one. Uh, I believe it was in uh, Charleston, uh, South Carolina. And uh, he came in and did his whole gunny routine. And eventually, you know, this became more of a mission for him. You know, he's had several TV shows, uh, Roll Call, Mail, Mail Time, whatever, all those shows, right? Uh, Gunning Time, all that stuff. And he treated this as his opportunity to give back to his veterans. He called them his veterans. And I got uh, the, the amazing opportunity to sit in an RV with him for hours at a time in between takes and rainstorms and whatnot. Uh, and hear his stories, not only about his military service and his, you know, uh, ongoing philanthropy, but also his work in the movies. I mean, I heard how he auditioned for, uh, you know, several different movies, how he stumbled into that iconic role in Full Metal Jacket. He was a technical advisor on that. And he kept saying, yeah, I, I wouldn't do it like that. I wouldn't say it like that. And Stanley Kubrick said, well, how would you do it? He goes, well, I wouldn't do it the way you're writing it. He's like, well, write me something. So that's how that happened. And, and imagine, you know, being, uh, becoming a film icon. And he did something like 70 plus films, comedies, dramas, murders, all, all kinds of stuff. He played weirdo guys in Texas Chainsaw Massacre, all kinds of stuff. And, uh, you know, occasionally I'd be flipping around and, and there's a gunny movie. Uh, so I became very close with him and, uh, you know, we had a very good rapport. Two opposite guys. I have no military service. He's this gruff guy. But Jen will tell you at his at his core, he was like a sweet grandpa, uh, you know, who really did care. And he could turn on that drill sergeant mentality. And people on the show, would, you know, they'd show up for miles. I have a quick story. Uh, we were both working outside of the show. Um at the automotive big convention in Las Vegas. We were working separately. He was working for Jeep. I was doing something else. I said, oh, you know what? I'll pop by your booth and see you. He's like, yeah, come by and say hello. 
So I'm looking for the booth. I'm like, where's the Jeep booth? And there is literally about a half a mile long line of people lined up with posters and things. And he's standing at the front signing and people waiting for hours. And I'm like, my God, people love this guy, right? So to me, he's just my co-host. I cut the line. I walked up to the front. Everybody's like, hey, back in the line. Yeah, jerk, you know. So he puts his arm around me and he's like, hey, this is art. And we do a show called, and he paused for a minute, couldn't remember the name of the show. And he goes, military makeover, home makeover, military style. And I was like, military makeover. Right. Right. So he, he was sweet. And unfortunately, you know, his health declined towards the end. And, uh, you know, he, he wanted it to go on. And uh, he said, we, we had a talk. He's like, I'm, this might be my last makeover, too. He's having some heart problems. And Jen, you know, he had surgery and everything. And um, I said, well, we got to keep going, right? He's like, you got to keep doing this. And I said, who would you want? And I mentioned two people. The first one I said was Mr. T uh, from the A team, because I thought he was the same kind of character as Gunny. And then I said, Montel Williams. And Montel not only military service, uh, but has a talk show background. He's done infomercials. He knows that sort of branded entertainment space of, you know, talking about products and making it engaging. And uh, he said, that's your guy. And sure enough, we reached out to Montel and the show goes on. Amazing. Well, that was beautiful. the short answer, Eric. That was the <laughs> short answer. <laughs> my, my favorite Gunny story was I have a picture of him yelling at me, his forehead to my forehead telling me white is not a color and he would go around doing quality control and he loved it and and like yeah. art says he would tell us stories he told me how neil diamond gave him his son his guitar from saving silverman and jack black and him met in the bar to discuss the kiss in the movie that they had to do and he was awesome we were lucky yeah <laughs> That is awesome. I heard in Full Metal Jacket that the people that were the, you know, recruits didn't hear any of his lines coming up to that so they could react naturally. Kubrick wouldn't let him sit there. So everything he was spitting out at him was the first time they heard it so they could get that reaction. And that to me is just absolutely well, that was, amazing. That was real talk from Gunny, right? And we, somebody has a video. He did every line for us in the trailer in the middle of a rainstorm somewhere in some town. And he he did the dialogue for us. Uh, nice. And it was it was oh. it was goosebumps to hear him do it. You know, it, he wasn't on yeah. 10, you know, because he was in his you know 70s or something at that point. But, um, yeah, it was it was pretty amazing. That is awesome. And such a legacy to the show to have somebody like that, you know, just a legend. That was, you know, from the ground level and and got this thing going for you guys to carry the flag. Well, I, I was just going to say, hopefully we only just keep continuing to go. We've done every kind of illness, everything that a veteran has faced. And the beautiful part is that these veterans are willing to be vulnerable to share their story, because often you meet people who um, suffer alone or, you know, they, they, the one thing is, see, I was military kid. You grow up in this family. And then when you're done or your parent is done, you're just out in the world, like normal people. And you're like, wait, like finding your, your tribe or your group that you belong to after that is really hard. And some are really isolated. So the fact that we get to make people feel less alone, even volunteers who come to help, um, a lot of times, like, 
Habitat for Humanity, things like that, anyone listening to your show, getting to be a part of those kind of things, as we all know, is one of the most rewarding things when you're giving and helping with a home makeover for someone. Question for you guys. What comp feel free to name out the companies. You guys have some legacy people that have been helping out with military makeover as far as sponsors and suppliers. I mean, we're curious because we'd love to give them. Oh my gosh. Ourselves. The list goes on and on, right? Uh, on this last one, Patrick industries based out of Elkhart, Indiana. Uh, they took on the majority of this makeover for the Stupar family, but we've had good, uh, Goodman Manufacturing, Goodman Daikin, a major AC company, American uh, engineered, designed, assembled in the United States. They've done, uh, up till recently, we have a new AC company on uh, Fujitsu General, but before that, for like, you know, eight years, uh, Goodman, uh, was giving us uh, an AC for every single family. And they'd send out a Amazing. local installer and, you know, companies like that to support our show. Um, too many to mention, Jen, my computer career. And, and I'll, I mean, I'll give a little love to Coaster Furniture because oh imagine a greedy designer who, you know, they're like, hey, Jen, what do you need? And I'm like, I think their last email was like, Jennifer, do you know you have 30 chairs on this list? And I'm like, Yes, there are a lot of furniture zones, and it is correct, and I'm so sorry. So when you have companies that are willing to, like, give product in such a high-demand current time, it's pretty awesome. We had American Bath this time. Um, they do all kinds of amazing bath fixtures, and then we have other companies mm -hmm. who they can't give product, but they'll sponsor it. So, yeah. um, like, Navy Mutual or Cap Capital Federal, right, Art? Um yeah, uh, Ready Capital, a lot of these. A Ready Cap, yeah. Yeah, a lot of USAA. I mean, they all call and there's some kind of military connection. So, you know, they, we'll, we'll talk about what they do as a company helping veterans navigate the VA home loan process. But then they'll say, yeah, we're giving $5,000 towards the kids' college fund or something like that, you know. Uh, we've given nice. cars We've given cars to veterans. Uh, we, we have companies come on and do all new tires and rims for veterans. Uh, the, the list goes on and on. Companies that give pack the clothes. Now, let me tag on to what Jen said about poster furniture. Yeah, you know what? It seems like a big ask, but when you have you know, an award-winning designer like Jennifer who's going to make their product look good. No, I'm serious. When they make it look good yep. and it's for a veteran family, and why wouldn't you want to be associated with that? You know what I'm saying? There's there's no bad news on our show. It's tears, hugs, and high No, fight. it's all a win-win. It's exactly. a win-win on everybody's front. Yeah. Nice. If you go to what you were saying, Caroline, about, you know, a healthy home, a lot of times um, people end up with homes that they've dictated space over the years. So they don't know how to redefine it and rezone it to their kind of modern family life. So I tell people like, I hate wasted rooms like fake front rooms or dining rooms you never, ever use. But if you use them, awesome. So as we all know, it's all about redefining it and teaching them how to use their house in a better way and thinking of it outside of the box and falling in love with it again. So um, a lot of times people want to know how we 
um, do this with the families and how we kind of break down the design. I do one um, questionnaire that I send them and I ask everything like, are you mountains or are you beach? Are you what's your favorite color? What music do you listen to? A lot of it's just about who they are as people like. Are you vodka um, or are you gin? No, uh, I am all of the above. (laughs) All of the above. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> see we knew we Eric. You, Eric. Yeah. um then after that we do a one hour zoom call and maybe sometimes i get to see them for a half day walkthrough but then after that they're trusting complete strangers to assume we got it um and then it goes from there so it's you know i've only had i had a teenager cry because she didn't like the owl wallpaper that i picked and she was a harry <laughs> potter fan so i thought it was a good thing other than that um and one exterior color that the neighborhood offered to repaint um the purple house we're like jen it was she's like it's I, learned, I know i learned florida is florida it's its own beast when it comes to design trends and amen so, lesson learned as a, a creative human but i think i've honed my skills enough and i still try not to play it too safe that someone at home could fall in love with something we did on design they could do themselves like oh i could overlay this fireplace instead of gutting it and ripping it out and a lot of teaching moments like that that is awesome that is awesome one question for you jennifer what's it like to have to get all that material in i mean i've done remodels for 30 years as a designer and you're trying to anticipate without the work going on. Okay. I have to have one, everything there, which is nearly impossible these days at day one of the project, but two, you have to anticipate every weird, strange situation that can happen in a remodel. Yeah. So I usually will leave a little pocket of funding that I'm like, okay, that's for the, when something goes wrong moment. And then for the most part, like I'm an artist. I came into design kind of from the back door that I um, am a creative over being a designer. It's like installation art in a sense. But so like you're trying to feel the project as it's happening, but you don't get time to feel it. It's so chaotic. Like, and you're having 20 to 40 volunteers at one time. We have police departments. We have, you know, officers of the military. One of the best things was uh, one of the military people said, Jen, you'd be an officer because you bark all the orders and do none of the work. And I was like, you're right. I do. That is so right. Now back to work. Problem is you did it all six weeks before that, right? (laughs) So we do weekly meetings for our design. And I do, this is something I use for my design business anyway. um, And anyone listening, this is helpful. I do online Google slides because it can live up to date without becoming too difficult. And it can always be added to. And it's something that people of all ages can learn how to use. So it's an online notebook that we just keep it fluid. And if everyone has the app on their phone, you can access it pretty fast on what the answers are. Smart, smart. Caroline, you had a question that I cut you off on. Yeah, so it's just a personal question. So are you guys both DIYers? Like, I think our audience always loves to know personally, like what you're doing in your homes and your own personal projects. So what do you got going on? If anything, uh, I, oh yeah, I'm I'm absolutely a DIY enthusiast. Uh, I was a landlord for for 12 years, and I was too cheap to pay somebody to do things when something went wrong. So I would learn how to do it. 
Um, you know, and, and honestly, being on the show for the last eight years and seeing great construction and some not so great construction, but you learn what to do and what not to do. And uh, yeah, you know, I, I'm 100% hands on in my own home. I love landscaping. Occasionally, they let me take on the landscape design on the show. Uh, so all of that great stuff is I love the satisfaction of uh, sort of conjuring up an idea and then seeing it through. And occasionally, you know, I do have a good contractor uh, in my in my personal life that I can call upon and say, hey, I have this idea. Can you help me execute it, you know, and bring all the tools and stuff like that. But I but I do like to much to their chagrin. I like to get involved and get in the way. They're like, you know, you're paying us, right? I'm like, yeah, but I, I want to do it myself. I just want you to help me. Um, you know, and, and honestly, watching uh, Jen's designs and seeing how things come together, you learn a lot. You know, you learn about, like, you can mix certain things. There are not set and hard, fast rules when it comes to design. And it's about your personal style and your personal taste and, and just keeping things um, you. And, and let me say that real quick about part of Jen's design. She mentioned something about learning the family in such a short time. One of Jen's major skills is that these families come in and they're in a brand new environment, but it doesn't feel foreign to them. She always incorporates something personal about the family, whether it's uh, an area with their military service uh, worked in or family heirlooms. She mixes old pieces with new pieces from, from the furniture to the design. And you can walk in there and you can really go, oh my gosh, yeah, it's a brand new space, but it doesn't feel uh, weird or like, a, you know, you're on a different planet. And that, that's definitely one of Jen's strong suits. Thanks, R. You're so nice. You, you uh, owe me, Jen. I only, <laughs> I do, but, uh, <laughs> um, I only do DIY because I have to. I would hire it all out in my world if I could, but it's not my reality due to my son's medical adventures. So I always joke that my show would be called I Hate <laughs> DIY, but I do it because I have to. Um, so my husband used to do all my cabinet finishes, so airless or he'll use a smaller sprayer so and he can do a lot we drywalled our ceiling we recently um took out a corner of our house and put in a 20 foot and a 16 foot slider grouping and then um raised the roof as well and then drywalled it and then i had everything in so we kind (laughs) of i know literally raised the roof so we um we GC'd it. My husband did all the finishing on it. I do when I have to. My next project is I have jade quartzite countertops. Ooh. So I have some shelves. I'm going to do some floating shelves in a jade wood stain with some green leather and brass Ooh. tacks for above our espresso machine to float a shelf. Nice. I love color. Obviously, I'm Liberace <laughs> um, at my own home. I kind of... I try things in my own home that maybe I'd want to try out before I push it on clients, but it's very kind of um, modern European color is kind of what I like to play with, but it's fun. My goal is I still take on clients who light money on fire and a $20,000 chandelier to someone who can only afford one hour. Cause I think they still deserve greatness too. So I think it's for, there's something for everyone. That is great. So I wanted to ask you guys, what, has been this is going to be like asking who your favorite kid is but 
you have a favorite project you guys have done on the show that is the one that you go, oh, that's the one that was the most inspirational or, or whatever it was? Okay, so uh, mine would be Debbie Hickson because her husband was um, tragically killed in the Parkland school shooting. And I just really got to bond with her because we um, pre-show went on a trip to San Diego and I got to spend time with her and her son, Corey, and just watching her take her sadness and still project it into something that could change lives was beautiful. And it was such a national story that it was one that got national exposure and the amount of people who came to help. It was crazy, crazy. And it wasn't even about the design or the look. It was really just about the people. Awesome. I would, yeah, I would have to agree that uh, the Hickson makeover was special for many, many reasons, whether it's Corey, the special needs son, who is just pure love. Uh, he, he, he just exuded that gratitude and that love. Uh, there was no filter with him. It just came through. Uh, and like you said, Debbie turned her pain and her tragedy and, you know, ran for school board and run. And it, and it, in the, in the scope of the show, it was probably our biggest one that we've ever done. It was the longest one. It was the most national attention. The show aired on the on the second anniversary of the school shooting. Uh, there was a lot of media, national media involved. So for that one, I would say that. But then there's another family, the Wojcik family up in uh, Wisconsin, uh, in strong Wisconsin. And uh, he uh, uh, served and was still a state trooper for, for the Wisconsin uh, State Patrol or whatever. He had a very lovely family. And they were special for a number of reasons because of their pay it forward service mentality. Each one of their kids was in some sort of civic organization, whether it was the Girl Scouts or school organizations that all did work helping other people. And to that end, they didn't feel worthy of receiving our makeover. And that's the story with a lot of these veterans. Jen can attest to. They feel like, you know what, I, I, this is my job. I was hurt at work. Uh, there's a lot of other people that deserve it more than me. And, you know, we want to show them that they are worthy. And uh, Wojcik's, getting back to why I thought they were special, is after the show, whether they just liked us or they really believe and put their money where their mouth is, for like the three makeovers after that, they all flew to wherever we were. Uh -huh to help with the makeover. Wow. So they would come and volunteer. They would volunteer. They showed up in Charlotte. They showed up on Debbie Hickson's makeover. They showed up in two or three other places and they would take the kids. And, you know, if, if it was just the wife that couldn't get away, Terry, uh, you know, or, or whatever, somebody was representing their family and they would come in and they'd pick up a paintbrush and a broom oh, yeah. or a, you know, a saw or whatever we needed. And, Jen, you know this. You'd say, oh, the Wojcik's are back. Uh, yeah, he's good at, you know, the, the circular saw, and she's great at painting, so go to work. Here's your jobs, you know? So that one, that one always stands out only because they ended up in so many other makeovers because they felt like, these are my veterans, the same way Gunny did. These are my veterans, and I'm going to help pay it forward to them. It's a nice to see you now get to work. <laughs> we need this done. The, the other amazing thing is I never thought in life I'd be like friends with a WWE wrestler. So I oh left my, my filming with Lacey Evans 
And yeah. I just would laugh because she'd be like, bombshell 1950s <laughs> pinup. And I'd be like, hey, let's talk <laughs> Like, I just, she's awesome and down to earth and amazing. And they would help um, when we weren't filming and just amazing people. Yeah, it, it was crazy because, again, you talk about that gunny style character. She came in at a time when we had Montel, who is Montel mm-hmm. Williams. Like, he ain't going to pretend to be anybody else, right? And he doesn't, he doesn't mean to be. Uh, and Lacey would come in, and she's that Marine Corps, you know, female gunny. And she'd come in, and she's got that wrestling thing. So it's part character, but it's also part of her. And like Jen said, you know, her husband is a contractor, and they'd show up in an RV with their young daughter. They had one at the time. Now she's got another baby. That's why she hasn't been on the show. And they'd spend a week with us, and she'd do her filming. But they'd also work behind the scenes, too. So, yeah, it's all hands on deck, you know. And and I wanted to say, you know, with 12 days or 10 days or however many days we get to do this, imagine, you know, having all of the trades on one job at the same time. A four to six week renovation is done in less than two weeks. And then add a couple of dozen guys on a TV production crew shooting a TV show with a very loud, uh, charismatic uh, English director that tells everybody to shut up. I'm about to shoot (laughs) and all the work has to stop, uh, you know, unless it's, uh, you know, in the background or something. But we have to do this and we get this show done and and it makes it um, it makes it real and authentic. And, um, you know, you're actually seeing it unfold in real time, you know, so each season breaks up into four or five episodes. And by the last one, that's always our favorite, bringing the family home. Well, and you guys know all trades, usually they're diva trades. So like some don't like That's to play with say. others. Like you guys must see some. Yeah, let's keep those electricians and plumbers separated. You guys must some see yeah. some crazy stuff going on on the backside. Oh, my yeah, God. Always. And if you, well, and think about it. Almost every makeover, you're with a new contractor, too. So you're. And you know how personal that relationship is as creatives mm-hmm. when you're trying to do a project and let someone let you kind of compose and lead. And you've got all of these egos coming together, all for greater good. But I always feel for the flooring guys, because imagine laying flooring in the midst of this chaos. They're usually very great. They can't do a lot of evening work because they want to film it. So it's just kind of that push and pull of the nuances of it. I think this makeover, the only thing we had was we, we could paint the back of the house and not the front yet, but the chimney got painted full around so you could see it from the front. So and and one makeover, we were like, OK, bring the family home. And they're like, shut the garage. The garage door comes down. We forgot to paint the garage door. Everyone's like, last minute. Shut the garage door. And all of a sudden, like 10 um, veterans go to the door and start painting it. Oh, well, you know, we always say, you know, when we bring the family home, a lot of times the paint is still wet. So watch your elbows. And, you know, you talk about the diva trains and the egos. We always say. Check your ego at the door, leave your politics at the door, because yep. let's be honest, oh. you know, the military community, a lot of people think, you know, one certain way. And, it, you know, it's not a monolith, whether you're in the military, how you think politically, we get a 
people from all different walks of life, socioeconomic backgrounds, racial backgrounds. We bring everyone together. And I always like to stress this because it's very important. We, we manage to have everybody on the same page for the same mission, regardless of what your beliefs are. And, and imagine, too, the whole politicizing of wearing a mask on, on a set during a pandemic. You know, some people were refused to and we had to adhere to certain codes. We managed to navigate that. And imagine if we were able to put the differences aside as a country and what we could accomplish on that level. We show it in a small microcosm on our show. And it's I think it's worth mentioning every single time. Like it doesn't matter whether you're right or left or or don't care what what color you are, what religion you are. We we literally bring everybody together, people who love to use the F-bomb every other word and people who love to pray to, you know, whatever person they're praying to. So we bring them all together into one batch. And uh, the, the, the common denominator is they all have to listen <laughs> Amen, Art. That is that is that is awesome right there. And you're right. That's that's how you build that strong team is you have to just go, okay, politics aside, because that's the thing that can absolutely ruin that job site for you when you're out there managing. And it doesn't matter if you're doing a TV show. And it doesn't matter if you're doing a construction project, whatever it is, that's the thing that can go. And I will attest, I did one HD TV show here probably 15 years ago that I was on called Designer Finals back in the day and I was the expert on that and we were literally putting on the final coat on the entertainment center that I had built and the producer comes in and goes hey we're filming the the reveal in five minutes I'm like we can't put the AV equipment in here yet and they're like you're gonna do it so I went out and cut little circles that I could at least put the AV equipment on that was hidden by the black feet I said I need some black paper and I cut out little circles so at least it would be there but uh, right. and I wasn't going to glue their equipment down to the t- down to the thing, so they were having to get a crowbar to get the receiver off the entertainment center. We we did one, and I just by the end we we pull many all nighters. I've slept on trundle beds, dog beds, you name it, and we've just pulled it off. But one, I was just like, just shoot from the ceiling down because we didn't get to go in and cut it. And just so everyone knows, is they do walk through afterwards and punch list. So we make sure we do not leave the family. Like we try to make sure things are prime before they're painted. We don't just do it for television. We truly right. It's a real, it's a real makeover. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. We we try to really pull it off for them. So I love that honesty before we go out here, guys. Um, what's the best way to be able to track this show down? Because I think everybody should be paying attention to this. Um, well, you know, we air on Lifetime Friday mornings. And like I said, each family is its own season, we call it. So we do four or five families a year. So five five seasons a year. And each one of those breaks down into about five to six episodes per family. So uh, once we're done shooting one, the one we did before that is airing. And it's, it's sort of a never-ending saying uh, and we're preparing for the next makeover. So you can find us on Lifetime on Friday mornings. I like to watch it on YouTube. Go to our Military Makeover YouTube page. Uh, Instagram Military Makeover. MilitaryMakeover.tv is the website. You can watch full episodes on there. So uh, we're, we're on all ships at sea and 180 territories on the United Forces Network. Nice. What else, Jen? Well, yeah, no, the Armed Forces Network, I, I find that amazing we're on it because as a kid, I grew up with all cool. of that. So to me, I'm like, we're on that. 
that. But I always think if you follow our social media, you also get a lot of behind the scenes and some of those um, little bit of details that maybe didn't make it to the show, but they're really fun to kind of still see. And um, you can always, you know, follow all of us hosts and see what we're up to. So we're always out and about having adventures. Yeah. And, you know, I got to tell you, uh, Montel, uh, and I'll speak for him briefly on on how he feels about this. You know, he he always ends every every makeover, every reveal. He says, don't just say thank you for your service. Show thank you for your service, whether that's cutting your neighbor's lawn without them even asking if they're a veteran or if you know that someone who is deployed just came home offer to watch the kids for them so they the, the spouses can have a night out. Uh Bring over some food. If you see, uh, you know, a lot of the older vets you know, from the Vietnam era, they're aging, right? Mm-hmm. And they're proudly wearing their veteran hat or something like that. You know, pay for their meal, uh, pay for their coffee. There's there's a lot of ways, you know, we walk past people in the airport. Oh, thank you. You know, we don't even wait to hear, you know, a response right. from them. You know what I mean? Because yep. we don't want to bother them. But, but um, yeah, it's worth showing Thank you for your service. And this has been something that has been very important to Montel. He had a long career in the military, Marine Corps and Navy man. He was in, deployed under sea in submarines in the Cold War, translating Russian. I mean, the man has seen and done it. And uh, he's trying to share those experiences with us. So I know he'd be very proud to talk to you guys. Uh, he is our connection to our veteran. You know, obviously, Jen is the is a hands-on designer and I'm there to tell the story of the makeover and how it all comes together. So we have a great team and you can watch it all, um, you know, stream it, uh, watch a whole season, binge it, you know, it, it really is a little bit of everything. You get that home makeover element, but you also get the educational element and you get the heartfelt element of learning about these folks who have served our country. And Jen, we've, we left off, we've had several, uh, of our spouses that have mm. both served dual veteran couples. So we wow. have two or three recently. Uh, so imagine being in that household, you know, with their issues, some physical injuries, some mental and whatnot. So, yeah, that that's that's really the, the upshot of the show. And it's tears, hugs and high fives. That's what we like to say. And they're all awesome. We love all we it's we can't pick a favorite kid. They're all amazing. And and thank you both of you for letting us share our story and, and spread the word of the show. Absolutely. Oh, this yeah, is great. We did all the talking. You guys didn't even <laughs> ask a question. No, you guys <laughs> they made our so jobs nice. easy. We had to do nothing today. <laughs> hey, listen, exactly. guys. Imagine imagine what it's like. Imagine what it's like at happy hour with me and Jen. It's just <laughs> so nobody has to tell. Nobody has to ask any questions. Just, it uh, works for us. Life. I love it. I love it. Maybe we'll have to we'll have to do yeah, happy hour that. then. Art Edmonds, Jennifer Bertrand, thanks for coming Thank on you. today, guys, and what you're doing out there with Military Makeover. And great job with your show too, guys. Your podcast. You know, thanks for educating the public and letting us, you know, give a little insight into what we're doing. You know, we need all the help we can get, so we're really we appreciative. Love it. Thanks again, guys. I'm Eric G. I'm Caroline B. And you've been listening to Around the House. Somewhere unseen and undiscovered. Anywhere beyond the me
Eric G. from around the house. Are you planning a decking or siding project this year? If you are, you've got to check out my friends at Millboard. Millboard is a completely different kind of composite decking and cladding that enhances outdoor spaces with enduring distinction. Hand molded from the finest oak, it realistically mimics the natural grain and color of premium hardwood. If you're looking for something that doesn't look like plastic and instead real wood, check out millboard.com. Make sure and check out that interview we did just a few weeks back. That's millboard.com.